Hello and welcome to the Renegade Ramble podcast, your undefinitive and undescriptive podcast for everything club related. Please take time to write a review. Please take time to write us a review, like and subscribe to the podcast. Anything that can improve the content we provide is always appreciated. I'm Jim bringing you episode 48 of the Vale Renegades podcast. Uh, Doug, who normally hosts this, his laptop is basically blown up on him, so we're uh, taking control of it today. And we've got our usual contributor, Chris. Hello. And special guest, David. Hello. So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the recent Vale Renegades Echoes of War 40k tournament, which took place in February. And we've invited David along to update us on how the narrative campaign, Crusade campaign, is progressing. We hope you enjoyed the episode, so please sit back, strap in, and hold on for what the Vale Renegades' worst weekers have to offer. But first, a word from our sponsors. The following is a message for our sponsors. Wacky wheeling flip, I'm feeling too, man. No, 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 uh, no, Chad. That's uh, that's that's a different advert. Um, what are we advertising then? Well, this is for our proud sponsor, Firestorm Games. Who? Oh my God, Firestorm Games. They provide the biggest selection of hobby-related goodies across the South Wales area. Do you know what I mean, now? I do actually. They've got paints, brushes, basic materials, tabletop games, card games, board games, hunger games. Whoa, whoa. Uh, not, not hunger games in the South Wales Gaming Centre, no, no. Uh, there's a fully licensed bar and hot food available though, so you won't be going hungry, thirsty, or sober. Sweet! Check out the website at www.firestormgames.co.uk. So welcome to the first section then. Uh, so the first thing we're going to do is uh, have a bit of a recap of um, Echoes of War. Um, so Echoes of War is the club's um, sort of flagship uh, single player event. Um, it takes place in uh, February um, pretty much every year. Uh, and it's it's done so it's in one of the gaps um, uh, in, a, in a non-playing weekend in Six Nations. Um, as you'd expect really, I guess, for a tournament that's held in Wales. Uh, you know, we like, to, we like a bit of the Six Nations. Maybe not this year though. Um, so, uh, Echoes this year, um, we had um, over 50 players, um, which is uh, it's a pretty good size, I think, given the uh, the kind of reality um, uh, that we live in at the moment. Um, you know, things are quite tight for everybody, um, uh, you know, money-wise. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we've all had to make cutbacks, uh, you know, recently, I think, to, to accommodate um, all these kind of uh, extra heating bills and the food bills going up, petrol costs and all that sort of stuff. Um, but then, of course... Um, you know, something like Echoes is also the opportunity to get away from that reality, isn't it? You know, an opportunity to roll some dice with your mates and kind of, um, you know, live an enjoyable part of life, you know, kind of maybe, uh, you know, escape the drudgery, the day-to-day stuff. Um, so, uh, brilliant event. Um, thoroughly uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Doug uh, and myself uh, helped out um, Andy um, to TO the, the event. Um, ben was also there on day one. Um, so we had four TOs on the Saturday. Uh, and three of us TOing on the Sunday, um, which is really good. Um, it meant that um, there wasn't that much sort of rushing around from a TO desk uh, to um, try and resolve um, any issues. Um, so that was, um, yeah, that was that was pretty good. It wasn't a, it wasn't a sort of stressful weekend or anything from the TO uh, desk. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was my second time um, as a TO. Uh, so Doug and I had, had done the... Um, the team event uh, last September, um, and uh, we were we came back for more um, for for seeds, uh, and um, I think that the kind of 
the biggest draw about doing the TO part is is seeing so many people having fun. Um, it's nice to kind of, you know, look out amongst a, a sort of sea of gamers and, you know, look at a great venue like Firestorm and see so many people playing um, uh, 40k. Um, I think that that kind of, yeah, you get that kind of glow of satisfaction if you're like, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm really helping all these people have a great weekend. I'm sure they would have had a great weekend playing 40k anyway, but, you know, I'm kind of maybe helping you make it that, that bit extra special, you know, it's a, it's a tournament rather than uh, maybe just meeting your, your, your mates for a, for a couple of games sort of thing. Um, so um, from the from the TO desk, it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, we didn't have um, any real issues. We had a couple of rules questions. Um, I think we made one mistake in the pack uh, where it was like a, an L-shaped ruin and it should have been a U-shaped ruin. Um, so um, bit of uh, bit extra proofreading there. Um, we, they are proofread, but uh, quite clearly we missed we missed something. So we've got to go back and uh, make sure that's a little bit better. Um, but um, yeah, from a from a TO um, sort of experience um it's it's a different sort of side of 40k um every bit is enjoyable um in a slightly different way um the i think you end up still just as tired as you would do um if you were playing for the weekend um but it's but it's really different uh i think you've got these kind of it's almost like during the play around um, the, the sort of three hours while everyone's playing that's your quiet time um, and then everybody else who kind of gets the the, the lunch time to relax and chat with their mates. That's when you're really busy because that's when you're kind of prepping for the next round. Um, and particularly, I think the the last fifteen minutes on the Sunday, you know, so when everybody's got kind of to sit down and go, ah, oh, brilliant, you know, it's done. I can relax a little bit. That's probably the most insane fifteen minutes as to be counting up all the votes and everything, you know, just trying to get it all ready and get uh, uh, the the you know the results pushed out there. But um, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, enjoyed it. Um, Doug, I know, I know your um, your laptop's playing up a little bit today, but is there anything you want to kind of mention about you know from the behind the CEO desk? Well, hopefully you've managed to hear me. Um, trying my best. Um, it was just great. It was just good. Good to help out the pub. Um, different experience. Um, enjoyed it. Uh, the BCP app worked just perfectly. It did. Um, yeah. There were very few player issues. We had some knowledgeable people on the TO team who could quite easily answer those questions. There was nothing too controversial. I think um, not being able to remember every single decision, I think there's possibly one where maybe we might have called it a bit differently if we had thought about it and had more time, but ultimately worked out well. Um, it's my birthday weekend normally as well, so I managed to keep back and have a few beers. And actually, it was really relaxed, so really happy with it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, I, 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 what you mentioned about BCP as well, I, I, I should shout out to um, Firestorm as well because I thought the, um, I mean, the venue Firestorm is always is always a great venue to run these things at. I thought were absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, at this one, there was no uh, waiting around for your lunch. They were so smooth at getting people through and uh, you know getting getting your orders in. Um, so yeah, I thought they were absolutely fantastic. At that. Yeah, good. Yeah, really top quality. Really good. Very happy with that. Yeah, the uh, I went for um, I, I had the um, the curry on the uh, on the Sunday. That was well worth it. As well. I say curry, chicken tikka. Depends whether you like a really strong curry or not. I don't. So, yeah, chicken tikka was perfect. I mean, absolutely brilliant. Um, David, Jim, <clears throat> you guys, um, you guys played at the uh, the Echoes tournament. Um, fancy giving us a, a view from uh, from the other side. How how do you think it went as a player, and you know how much did you enjoy? I mean, yeah. Uh, so I was 
it was quite funny for me. It was uh, the first time I've been to Echoes, uh, but not the first um, Vale tournament, um, as as you you guys probably know. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was there was a lot of people. There was as as uh, as you just hinted at, there was a lot of people, and it did. Everyone seemed to be having fun. Um, I I did okay. Um, I got thrashed uh, on my third game, and I think it went downhill for for me there. But um, but yeah, it was still fun. It was still enjoyable. Um, as you said, you know, the catering at Firestorm, the venue is just—they're just spot on, aren't they? Um, you got to give a shout out to Freya, who just constantly puts up with people like me with their awkward dietary requirements. But uh, yeah, I, I I always enjoy playing with you guys, and it was nice to see some new faces. I was just echoing exactly what David said. The weekend was absolutely fantastic. I think this is my fourth echoes or fifth echoes. God, those time flies when you're having fun, so I can't remember exactly. Um, but you know, every single one of them is always really good laugh, great atmosphere. We always attract a crowd of really good guys to play as well. And there's never any real drama. Um, and yeah, everyone is having fun. And I don't think I've ever had an unenjoyable game there. All of my opponents are absolutely fantastic, really good sports. I just thoroughly enjoyed the weekend all around. And as everyone said as well, kudos to the guys in the kitchen because you can't complain. They do a fantastic job. And like Chris said, Firestorm was a venue. I mean, from all the venues I've been to in the UK, I don't think there's anything nice than Firestorm. We say this in all the time, every podcast, but I, you cannot beat the venue. It's absolutely incredible. Great facilities, great food, great staff, and a great time all around, really. I will say that uh, I think Jim and I took the wrong T.O. out for bribing uh, on the Saturday night, though. <laughs> yeah, you went, you went out yeah. with, uh, with Ben, didn't you? He wasn't, who wasn't there on Sunday. Um, the, the other three T.O.s, yeah, we were sensible. Um, we, you know, we, we'd actually been working hard. That's why we had to go home and go to sleep. It was not what, what, old, honestly. What, uh, what you mean is you don't accept bribes. That's the real <laughs> official statement. <laughs> he promised us the world, didn't he, Jim? Yep. Anyway, let's move on from that one. Honestly, it was bloody great. Honestly, the weekend was fantastic. Yeah, it was actually. And very well run as well, Chris and uh, Doug. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, to be honest, it was it was an absolute pleasure. I mean, there was no um, uh, no no issues at all. I think the. Um, you know, when you when you get a, a kind of call, I think from players that there's there's two uh, sort of things that you know a slightly different um, take maybe on on how they see the uh, the rules. Um, quite often, um, you know, it will be a, a kind of oh, there, by the way, there's been an FAQ on this, or there's been you know, so quite often you can you can kind of look at it. So we're actually back and white. It's this, um, but you know, um, to be honest, the first thing I always do is I just ask both players what they're looking for, because I think as long as the players are happy, so the one. Um, the one call that we might have got, um, I think, wrong from a rules perspective didn't really matter because the players, as soon as we went over there, it was like, you know, what's going on? And one of the players was like, yeah, I'm fine to play it that way. So, well, okay, like, I mean, if you guys are happy to do it a certain way, I think that's that's always the best result. So, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely great weekend. Um, so, uh, I will... Um... So, uh, yeah, I've got the uh, the results here for, um, for Echoes. Um, so... The overall winner, um, uh, person who took home uh, 
the big price at the end uh, with um, uh, Demon Army that he's, uh, he's doing really well with um, at the moment uh, was Liam Calibre. Uh, so um, Liam's uh, gone undefeated a few times, I think, with that uh, that demon. I mean, a couple of UK tournaments recently. He's done uh, done really well with it. Very nicely painted as well. Uh, in second place was uh, Thomas Warwick, um, and I think Thomas was uh, showing us all that um, Tyranids are still a still a threat to be um, dealt with. Um, he, he had a very good weekend with them. Um, so uh, yeah, Thomas did uh, did very very well that weekend. Uh, I think um, with three wins and two draws. Um, and, and a very similar result as well uh, was Taff Jones with his Raven Guard, um, and Taff had taken um, uh, sorry uh, managed um, three wins and two draws as well. So so Liam had the full five wins, second place and third place with with three wins and two draws each, and it was purely decided then I think between the uh, the number of points scored in each of those games as well. Um, so uh, yeah, congratulations to, uh, to to the three uh, kind of best generals out there. Um, and then, uh, I mean, equal, equally as important because, um, you know, I think one of the things about 40K, certainly one of the things I enjoy as well, is that complete aspect of the, the, the hobby. Um, I'm listening to the latest Taurus Heresy book at the moment. I've got my um, Possessed on my table. I'm painting. Uh, I'm talking 40K on a blooming podcast. Um, and sometimes I'm even lucky enough to actually play a game as well. Um, so, you know, I think equally important is the, uh, the best painted, um, which was uh, run by uh, Richard Gaskell. Uh, and Richard had a, um, if you get to see the photos on Facebook as well, we're still looking at Richard's because he was, um, I think he was genuinely stunned um, when, when his name got called out. He, he's, he looks to be in complete shock. Um, but he had um, a beautifully painted um, Dark Angels army. Um, and for me, the, I think the reason that, that it would have had my vote had I been able to vote um, was um, the, the, the grim dark look to it. It sort of perfectly fit the the 40k aesthetic that, that, that gw talk about you know this, this sort of grim dark part there were some great armies there there were some beautifully painted armies and some beautifully painted miniatures but that was the one i thought that um that kind of really captured what 40k was about um even though i wouldn't want to see every army painted like that as well because you know i'm sure i'm sure we don't get we don't get fed up if everything had that kind of dark you know grim dark look to it but 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 absolutely brilliantly painted army um john nichols won uh the best painted single model um with a chapman conversion um, again, fantastically converted model, absolutely brilliantly painted and everything. Um, so it's uh, primarily tapping on on a bike, uh, but he's on a he's on a mount instead. Um, looks absolutely fantastic. Um, and then uh, the best fort was run by uh, Richard Webb, um, which was great. I think a you know, fantastic um, showing from, from from Richard. I'm not sure if it's his first tournament or not. I think I think it's I think it might be. Um, so you know to come and get. Um, I, I think he had a good weekend. Um, you know, results-wise as well, and then to get best sport, you know, absolutely fantastic. I think it's it's probably the single best award to get best sport, isn't it? I mean, you know, really, what you're saying is this is the person who knows how to play for to be the best. So, um, yeah, you know, well, well done, Richard. Um, absolutely awesome. Um, and then um, Christopher Hogenkamp uh, won the wooden spoon. Um, credit to Christopher. Uh, he 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 came along. Um, I think he played one or two games of ninth edition. Um, he just got back into it. Um, Sort of threw himself in at the deep end, straight into a tournament, um, and played the whole weekend with a smile on his face, um, despite the fact that um, results weren't going his way. Uh, so um, yeah, you know, uh, congratulations to Crystal because I think um, again that, that's how that's how to play 40k, isn't it? You know, play it with a smile on your face, even when the dice don't uh, don't really support you. Um, if you look on uh, on Facebook and have a look for uh, Vel Renegades Gaming Club, um, you'll see uh, a bunch of photos on there. Um, it's also got the uh, the best in faction winners, uh, which uh, which I won't go through. Um, but uh, you know, congratulations to everybody who won uh, you know, best in faction as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I just hope everyone that went had 
as good a weekend or better weekend than than the four of us did because I think uh, you know we we all seem to, to have a brilliant time. So if your if your weekend was anything like ours, then uh, you would have really enjoyed it too. And hopefully we'll um, we'll see you at the next one. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully um, I'm yeah. Hopefully I'm coming through okay. A uh, bit few technical issues. Um, loved it. Great weekend. It went really smoothly. I think a lot of people were quite happy with it. So, love the weekend. Fantastic. Would, would, uh, happy to see you again. If it goes that smoothly, I'll be well happy. All right, young guys. Yeah, we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're, coming, you're coming through all right, Doug. So, that was, uh, that was good, mate. Uh, all right. I guess we'll move on to our next section, yeah? Uh, I guess so. Cool. Cheers, guys. So, for our next section, we've got David on. Uh, David has been running a narrative campaign for the club. Been having a lot of success for it as well, getting a few new members in as well as existing members. Um, so I wanted to get him on just to speak about really what they're doing, why they're doing it, how it's all going, and what they've got planned next. So over to you, mate. Yeah, so um, as you would have heard in the, the last the last podcast uh, with, with uh, Sam, we've been running um, basically a little startup campaign We've got a, a fairly stable uh, set of users. We've been running regular-ish um, like sessions, and Sam and I we we took it to the group and said, you know, what, what do you want to do after this? We're going to wind it down relatively soon, um, and maybe restart it up again, almost as like a as a as a fresh beginners kind of entry level campaign. But alongside that, um, we're looking at running a much bigger. Um, uh, proper style narrative campaign. So, um, what I mean by that is we've got a we've got a storyline that we're kind of hammering down at the minute. Um, there's a couple of I, I I keep on referring to us as dungeon masters because that's how I I would refer to you know we're we're, we're just guiding the storyline. We've got a, a brief like like a, a an overview of what we want to happen, where it's set, what's going on in the universe at the same time, and then where the storyline will go will depend on the players um so this is the the big narrative campaign is going to happen in the summertime uh around late june or july which coincidentally ties in with if, if you guys have been keeping up with the rumors uh, the rumor mill it, it coincidentally ties in with potentially 10th edition um it's not intentional. It's just we need that long because we're quite slow writers and we've all got adult lives outside of playing toys. Um, but yeah, the narrative campaign we set up, uh, we, we're looking for a decent amount of players. Um, we're not looking for necessarily uh, regular players, but um, we'll probably utilize Administratum again or something similar, uh, which is what we've done for the current campaign. Um, but yeah, we, we, we're just... At the moment, it's in its infancy. We're going to try and start gauging um, interest and build from there. Because the more players we've got, the more diverse player base we've got, the more we've got to play with. But uh, yeah, it, it's looking exciting at the minute. We've got, um, as I said, uh, myself, uh, we've, got, we've got a couple of... And again, I keep on using this word DM, this dungeon master kind of idea. But there's a, there's a few of us playing, uh, like writing the uh, the storyline there's uh, myself sam obviously um ben harris uh john from the club as well so yeah it, it'll be if if anyone's interested i suppose i think 
there's a there's a section on the Discord. Um, we'll probably create a new post about that, maybe. Um, but yeah. Are there any particular? Sorry, sorry, Jim. It was just something that just popped in my mind. Were, were there any particular factions or army sizes that you were looking for, David? Um, I mean, we'll probably do the way we've the way we've kind of got it envisioned is that we're going to cluster things together. So you'll have the Imperium, you'll have Chaos, you might have the Xenos broken down broken down into different factions, and then. The victories and losses of your particular faction so if for example chris i know you play uh, a myriad of space marines but if you take blood angels if your blood angels army gets absolutely decimated by jim's army of clowns um then that will reflect upon the whole of you know you can play a 25 point battle and it probably will be doing using adjusted points uh, pl levels but it, you know 25 pl or, a, or you know the, the larger scale ones it won't matter so much um in the long term because it's it's about how the little victories will stack up against the big the big losses so it'll be we're, we're designing it so that it's inclusive for regular players and non-regular players big armies and small armies but with most campaigns you start off small don't you and you build up so that's kind of the idea at the minute that you were uh, It'll be a bit more inclusive than, say, your 2,000 point games every Friday night. Sounds really good, mate. Yeah, it does sound absolutely fantastic. I mean, coming from more kind of a, obviously, I play more competitively. What is the main differences in the way you actually play the game? Is it you know, the same way of playing it, or is there any kind I'll, of like I'll distinct you, differences? I'll give you one word, Jim fluff. Uh, <laughs> If you if you play a campaign game uh, battle, you, you you know you name your armies, uh, you name your units, you name everything. And you become almost emotionally attached to these units. So it's you're not you're not sending off the uh, the three hundred ninth unit of Cadian shock troops to die to hold that objective because you need like because they're chaff. You're you're doing it because you need to. They might they might suffer a loss at the end of it. That you get bonuses. Um, and 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 like debuffs if you like um depending on how things performed in the game depending on if things survive it, everything becomes a little bit more long lasting competitive you you're there to win the game sometimes in campaigns you're there just to win the battle uh, you know but sometimes you're there to to just hold off until you know the secondary objectives it, it you, you become a little bit more emotionally invested i'd say it does sound absolutely fantastic. I love the um, I love the kind of story-driven approach you're actually going for on this. Um, so you think going to start that one around about ten edition? I mean, how would people get into it with you? Well, as I said, it's it's not planned to be going alongside tenth edition. It's just it yeah. just so happens to be what the rumor mill's suggesting. Um, at the minute, we're trudging forward on the understanding that it's going to be a ninth and we're going to play the armies as we play the armies and you know the, the storyline is going to be pretty much the same regardless um if it so happens to fall on 10th then we'll all be learning together i guess um but uh yeah it it'll be you know contact uh through the discord 
there'll be what we've been doing for the current campaign is we are meet, we're meeting semi regularly um and it's all monitored through administratum so it, you don't have to have like as i said me, me, uh, myself and sam uh, like the the admins i guess of the of the campaign at the minute um but we're not necessarily needed at every uh, meeting at every game because you just log your games through the app um we envisage something similar um and yeah it'll be it'll 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 hopefully get uh, some traction um hopefully get uh, get a decent player base and if we get a decent player base then um the, the storyline will unravel in weird and wonderful ways i guess Hopefully it will. I can see that being really popular, mate. It sounds like a hell of a good laugh. It really does. And I'll, uh, I'll definitely be taking part for myself anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds really good. Awesome. Stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued, mate. Can't, can't wait to see what, what you guys are going to do. Um, yeah. And then uh, I suppose it's the advantage of having a nice selection of armies then. You can kind of have a look at what the factions are and kind of pick something from from uh, from from the loft which is where uh, my pile of shame lives. Yeah, I mean, it's... I always quite find narrative games, or campaign games, uh, different, because, you know, I I play... I I use, you know, air quotes competitively. Um, But uh, campaign games just hit different. You can can use your smaller, less used models. It's the rule. It truly is the rule of cool. Um, And we've got some some cracking ideas coming through the uh like through, through the development lines at the minute so just for the storyline and i think the storyline and the setting kind of helps makes the battle yeah i would I've sort of said this i think to uh to, to doug after the the last podcast you know i thought we had a, we had a really good balance because we then come on to talk about um where, where they, they the crusade games were at that time um but we were also doing the build-up to echoes um and I, I kind of felt it really good that we, as a club, you know, we were kind of doing these games that were, uh, particularly where Sam was talking last time, where, you know, if you if you were just getting into Port K, great place to start, right the way up to sort of use our premier, you know, premiership flagship um, tournament event. Um, and, and I think Sam even said that, you know, some of, some of your guys had, had kind of gone through the process and they were going for their first uh, tournament of Echoes as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... Uh, Ty, who you mentioned, uh, obviously yeah. he's gone to a few. He's gone to a few uh, echoes before, but he's he's involved in the campaign. Um, uh, we we had a shout out to, to Mason, who did really really well. Um, yeah. there's, there's a few of us actually, who well, a few of them who, who went to their first ever tournament. I mean, not even like just an echo tournament. I mean, their first ever tournament, and yeah. they, they performed fantastically. And I, I feel that you know. Playing the fun, fluffy lists at uh, campaigns helps develop some of the, you know, just a basic understanding of the rules. And we went through some of the players, but we were learning the basics um, with them. And and to see them, you know, doing brilliantly in, in Echoes, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's quite, it's, it's like you said about T.O. in it, it's quite nice. It, you get a different kind of satisfaction. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to win, but it's nice to see someone else that you've helped win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and uh, you know what I what I liked about it, I think, is that's the kind of club that I want to be a part of as well. 
I think you know, the club that that we all want to create, where it's kind of it's for everybody. You know, whether whether you're new to 40k um, or, or whether you're a, you know an experienced guy, whether you're just at the narrative end or you're just at the competitive end. Ideally, you know, you're somewhere in between. Um, that's the kind of club we want, isn't it? That, that kind of caters to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know, you know, that that one guy who always wants to win, uh, and no one ever wants to kind of, you don't, you don't want to be that guy. You want to be the guy who. And I, I think that's the thing about the club is that we don't have that guy. We 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 know of that guy, but we don't have that guy. You know, you know, there's there's, there's the, the the persona of someone who always wants to win. We don't have yeah. that. We're always very yeah, friendly. Yeah. There's always, and I, and I think campaign games are great ways to kind of like introduce the rules in a fun way and to kind of as i said you it, it, it hits different the game hits different if you're playing it with an army that you i mean we all love our armies but if you love the actual individual units you know you've named your characters if your character yeah. dies the next game if he dies he might not he might have lost an eye you know i had a commissar in the current campaign who can now you know, and this is coming from guard who have the ability to auto wound on sixes. He lost it. He died, lost an eye. And now when I roll a six, I have to re-roll that six because he's blind in one eye. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so it, it adds funny little quirks like that. To, to answer your, your question, Jim, it's that kind of thing that makes them like just absolutely bonkers. Um, I, I, you know, you have, uh, Double obsec units because just because they survived and you just they just become veterans over time, um, or you have characters or even units who are just like, you know, I've got a, a unit of infantry that are just slow because they've just got bad legs. Um, uh, so it, it's a fun kind of way to grow your army, and you kind of grow the army and the units you've got there. So yeah, I mean, anyone who's interested um, in the summer campaign. Uh, then there'll be something going up eventually when we've hammered out the details. But um, register an interest now, you know, even if you're just messaging, messaging on the on the, on the Discord. Um, it's a great way just for us to gauge what kind of thing we want to do uh, going forward. We've got a, as I said, we've got a general story, but um, size-wise, it's always nice to know if we're going to have ten players, thirty players. There's going to be a different storyline. Um, a different route, but yeah, it's it's looking fun. It's looking promising. It's something looking forward to uh, seeing how it all progresses and see where you take it in the future. Yeah, cheers, guys. So, as far as upcoming events go, uh, we've got a few things coming up. A couple of things at the club, as well as some tournaments we got planned uh, to go away and venture off into other parts of the country. Um, first of all, we've got a couple of one-dayers plans. They're just little one-day tournaments, like little mini tournaments, we'll say. Really friendly, really chilled out. Just three games over the course of a day with lunch included. Uh, we've got those ones on, if my memory serves me correctly, the 18th of March? 18th of March and then yeah. the 15th of February. Yes. Um, again, that is just... Again, three day, three games, nice and chill out. We usually have a really good turnout, really good laugh for all the guys. Um, so if anyone has got any interest in those, you can sign up on Discord. There is a um, 
like an arrangements thread on the event section Discord called Renegades Monthly Mashups. Stick your name on there. And then all the event pack and all the details are on it. But I mean, even if you're new to the whole tournament thing and you've got any questions, feel more than, uh, feel free to reach out to myself, Doug, Chris, Andy, anyone to you, anyone in the club whatsoever will be happy to help you out with um, any queries you have on it. Then the next thing we're doing really as a club, or kind of as a club, is we're trying to go to more tournaments outside of Firestorm. We had one recently in um, Northampton where myself, Andy, Ben, Gareth Roberts and Pete, uh, we all went down there for a team tournament. That was last weekend. Um, we'd gone to this kind of very similar thing in May to the Birmingham team tournament. Uh, that is on the weekend of the 27th and the 28th of May. Um, Exactly the same kind of principle, really. It's uh, five days, uh, sorry, five games on the first day, three games, oh, sorry, three games on the first day, two games on the second day, five games in total. And uh, you just travel up to Birmingham, kind of car share, get a hotel up there. And obviously, it's a fantastic time. It's weekend of Warhammer and a weekend away with your mates. Nice food, good drinks, and uh, you always have a really good laugh with us. At the moment, we've got, I think, we've got three potential teams going to Birmingham. But you know what? The more we can get, the more representation we can get for the club, the better it will be, as well as better time for everyone, really. Oh, David, you're going for that one, aren't you? Yeah, um, there's there's currently two, enough for two full teams. Uh, we are trying to get a third. Um, we're going to go and represent Renegades, um, you know, shirted up, uh, represent the club drum up more uh, interest really you know that's 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 the way that uh, players mix isn't it you you will go to their events tell them about our events um but yeah we we've got a i think i think last time i checked there was 11 players signed up um from from renegades and Chris will probably correct me now, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right, mate. It is, it, it, it is 11, yeah. So we're still to make the third team. So that means, guys, get your names down for that one. So plenty of place left on the third team. I mean, I, I would 100% sign up for it. Um, but unfortunately, that is the same weekend as my wife's birthday. Um, so uh, unless I want um, a ridiculously high divorce bill, uh, I shall not be going to Birmingham um, on the 27th and 28th. Oh. Um, I mean, you know, we 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 sent teams to events before, haven't we? I mean, you know, we've sent. Um, I think you know, last year eight of us went because it was an eight-person team, um, and that was and that was great. You know, we had eight of us away, but I think this Birmingham weekend, you know, when we're sending multiple teams, that's going to make that weekend I think extra special. You know, that's not just going and playing some forty k with your mates, not even just playing team team forty k, which is like the best way to play forty k, but um, you know, potentially. If it's three teams, that's 15 of, 15 of us going, you know, five, five people per team. Um, yeah, that's going to be a great weekend away, definitely. I think if you if you enjoy 40k and you want a weekend away with the boys, get your name down for that one. Um, there's always funny things happen. For instance, you know what I mean, Chris, people getting too drunk. Um... <laughs> There'll be a few stories on there, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no, what Birmingham stays in Birmingham. <laughs> no, honestly, though, if anyone wants to sign up for that one, it is an absolutely incredible weekend. I wish I could go myself, but I'm a... Uh... Getting back from holiday on that day, so it's cutting it a little bit tight. 
Um, but honestly, it's um, it's just an amazing weekend away. We always have such a good time. And especially the team tournaments. Team tournaments have such... It's just so different to the singles events. It's more... Um, it it, it is. Of, more intricacies in the way you get the pairing sorted out. It's a really good laugh, though. Pairing up the it, individual matches, kind of mini-game in itself before the rounds even start. It's on. It is brilliant. It's a different kind of pressure, isn't it, Jim? Yeah, you know what the kind of pressure it is. People get put under pressure, and they do stupid things like put your cards <laughs> the wrong way. Up. Some yeah. idiot did that last time. I don't know. Who, I don't know what idiot it was. But some idiot. I think a northern idiot did that last time and showed the other team exactly who they were putting down. That's the kind of pressure you have. I think. I think the big thing for me, the big part about about it is that. Um, every point matters because you know yeah. i mean you, you can sit there and you can you can be in a single um, event and whether it's just because it's like you know the a rock ticket scissors paper type you know match up and, and it's just against you whether it's because of some bad dice rolls at the beginning you know you can be in a matchup where you know that you're going to lose 20 nil but suddenly you're in that team event and you know what actually making that a 19 win loss that one point can often make the difference between the team getting a win or getting a loss overall so suddenly every single point matters. So you want to play the games to the end. You want to kind of always get your, you know, your your, your best playing, even when you're losing. Um, and that makes all five games suddenly more interesting. Well, absolutely. I mean, the last one we went to was a um, other one last week, and we went to at Elements. I mean, we did really well in that one as well. We all worked as a team. We all knew each other's strengths and weaknesses. And we played into it really well, and we came fifth in that event, which is, uh, considering the teams that were there, fantastic. Oh, brilliant score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what's the point? It's just, it's just really good fun. And then, I mean, um, it, it's a bit, it's a bit further out. It's not until twenty um, first, twenty second of October. But we did just announce um, our own um, team event. Um, so that'll be the uh, the. 40k open brothers in arms um team event um so normally in you in years previously around that time we would have um run um a single player we probably run, would have run um seeds of destruction uh but what we found i think probably since covid is, is there's a lot of demand for uh, for team events um so we've we've been running that for um, a few years now so we run echoes um in the first half of the year which is single player and then um brothers in arms uh, as our team event um later in the year so um if you can't travel to birmingham but you like the sound of the team event 21st 22nd of october is is ours really hoping that we can send you know a few quite a few teams to our own event as well because that should be a lot of fun and, and they're four-man teams aren't they chris four-man teams yeah four-man teams for us um it's it's a bit weird isn't it because i, I think like the the european team championship the world team championship you know run these bigger teams um but then a lot of um, locations really struggle to, to kind of be able to fit an eight-man team in. Um, so that's why you've ended up with six and five-man events. Uh, but I think that the next, the, the most popular probably is what we're doing there, the four-man event. Um, so, so four people in each team. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure that we will have something in the Discord about trying to get some people into, into some teams, um, particularly if you haven't already got a team. Um, but, uh, you know, a few of us have been to, to things like the brother's arms before or, or we've been to other events um so so there's a couple of teams that will naturally kill less and form as well um and then i think we'll, we'll help everybody else get on the team so they can get to the event well, I, I think jim jim you actually were part of the winning team last year weren't you yeah we were yeah 
Yeah, because we had you in the in the final. I, I remember. Yeah, of course. Um, I can't remember you played. I remember I played Sam. It was a it was a sister. I thought that was a great game. I played uh, I played Ben Harris and his Orcs, and he did not like that game. And he, as Chris said, he was aiming for the the by the end of it, he was aiming for the the, the you know the the one nineteen victory uh, loss yeah. even as a just to try. Uh, you guys won rightly so, but. Uh, <clears throat> as as Chris said, you know, you you play to you you play to get that point. You every because every point does count. Yeah, I mean, you might get a couple of people in the team who get twenty nils. Um, you might get a couple of people who get twenty nil, but it's a team, it's a score as the team that you need to think about. And one bad matchup for one person in the team might mean that your rest of the team has absolutely fantastic matchups. Yeah. Um, so it's just a completely different dynamic um, against such a good lad. Um, but even if you want to take part in that, even if you haven't got a team, as Chris is alluding to, if you put your name on the, on the Discord server, get um, get your interest known. There's always ways and means to get teams formed. Even if it's people you don't know, but you're willing to kind of have a go and play with, there's always people who, you know, not quite sure they would, or people who don't have a team and can't organise a team themselves. We can always get teams sorted out and people paired up for that. There's always a chance for everyone. Absolutely. And I think that's for both as well. So at the moment, um, so 27th, 28th of May is Birmingham. Um, so that that's up on Discord at the moment in the event section. So get your name down for that if you fancy that weekend. Um, I, I said, I can't go because I think that's going to be an amazing weekend. Um, and then it's a bit further out, 21st, 22nd of October. Um, get that one in the diary and get it reserved um because that's that's our one down at firestorm um that's been um that's been fantastic so far um i think it'll be the, the third or fourth one of those that we would have run so um yeah um and, and whether it's brewing or whether it's brothers and arms we'll, we'll help get into a team if we can Brenton, we'll uh, hope to see you all soon there well, and there's a, there's a couple of others actually. So there's some some um, other tournaments coming up um, at Firestorm. So um, not um, not uh, Vale Renegade ones, um, but our but our sister clubs that are uh, kind of either um, sort of based out of Firestorm or um, I think what we're seeing is quite a few clubs now are travelling to Firestorm to run their events there um, from other parts of South Wales just because the the, the venue is so good. Um, so uh, there are a couple of um, two day um, five game events um, coming up. Um, so um, we have later in this month, we have Courage and Honour, uh, which is on the 25th and 26th of March. Um, and then um, we have um, Return to Firestorm, um, which is on the 22nd and 23rd of April. Um, so there's effectively, there's, there's our one day is on the 18th, a week later, is the um, is a two day um, event, Courage and Honour. Um, and then um, in April, ours is on the 15th, and then um, a week later, an another sort of two day are going on as well. So there's lots of, um, lots of 40k happening down at, um, at Firestorm. Um, I, you know, yeah, if you can get there, um, absolutely, you know, get in, get to any of those events, um, even if it's not available for Renegades one. You know, obviously we'd love to see you at our events, but um, uh, you know, I think um, the the other two ones are the uh, the Firestorm and Courage and Honor are both going to be excellent events as well. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm playing in those. Well, in fact, I know I'm playing in Courage and Honour. I've already got my ticket. Okay. Uh, tickets for those. Well, the Courage and Honour tickets are available on the Battlefields.co.uk website, and then the out of the 
Are you in pants? Something like that, whatever, whatever it was. I'm having the furniture tune to the Yeah, that's the, that's the April that's one. one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can get all the details for that. If you look at that on Facebook, um, you can get all the details about how to get tickets for that on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, not just for, not just forty k. Um, it's been um, it's been a, a busy couple of months with um, with Team Yankee as well. Um, Sean has done an amazing job of um, of building up um, Team Yankee um, in in Firestorm um, and really turning it into into quite a centre of of um, uh, Firestorm. Uh, sorry, of um, Team Yankee in the, in the whole country. He's done an amazing job. Um, Doug, you want to give us a bit of an update about um, what what's happening next with um, Team Yankee? Yes. Uh, hopefully, we're all good with the uh, the volume. Um, yeah, it's only good. It's, it's looking a little bit better. So, um, yeah, Sean's done a great job. He's really pushing it. He wants to make uh, uh, the Firestorm Games the, the centre for Team Yankee in the UK. And he, whilst he's not affiliated with the club, there are lots of club members who are playing with them. So, we recently had the uh, Nationals, which was let's look, uh, England, Wales, um, Northern Ireland, Ireland teams playing and i think it was northern ireland got first and team wales got second so um the boys did a good job there so we've got a tournament coming up in uh, april first of april defcon 2 possibly sold out now i'm not sure but i mean you can you could certainly email firestorm games to see if you get a ticket it is a 50 point and quote air quote beginners tournament it's aimed for Either beginners or, or experienced players are going to bring a friendly list. It's trying to get you used to the tournament environment. It's one day, and then there's another one as well, which is eighth uh, and 9th of July called Armageddon One, which is a nationals. So effectively, it's a, it's a single player, um, two day tournament, um, open to everybody. And I think there's going to be there's a lot of demand. There's 30 players. There's already about 10 tickets sold for that. Um, 30 player tournament of um, players around, like certainly Europe, coming possibly even some American. So um, yeah, Team Yankees is uh, a game to look out for. There is plenty of other games also which we play as a club. So we're not just 40k. We are lots of things. So um, yeah, looking, looking forward to those games. Those tournaments. Cheers, Chris. Yeah, an interesting one as well, Doug, because you said um, you know Sean's not um, not part of uh, the the Renegades. Uh, I think that's um, <clears throat> I think one of the one of the things that uh, we're probably discussing. I think at the next kind of um, club admin meeting, I think, because um, it, it it is. I mean, we we don't really have a kind of um, a subscription or a membership or anything. It's like if you if you're part of the Discord. I mean, it was if you were part of the forum, but I guess the you know, these days most of our activity now is on, lives on our, our Discord site. You know, if you're part of the Discord and you come down and play some games with us, not just board games, but any games with us, right? Um, and you think of yourself as a renegade, you know, welcome. You're, you're one of and us. And you are a renegade, yeah. You are a renegade, yeah. It's it's, it's not a kind of, you know, formal, um, you've got to pass this, you know, fill up this application form and pass this test. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. In 1982, what was the weapon skill of a, of a goblin? You know, it's not, yeah. Uh, we're not going to, we're not going to ask you any of these things. Um, so, um yeah, just you know, if you if you think if you think of yourself as a renegade and you're joining the chat with us, then then you're a renegade, really. You know, we 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 like to think of ourselves as being quite an open and welcoming place. So uh, you know, um, you don't even have to buy the t-shirt, but 
Uh, we might be doing another T-shirt run soon. So um, if you do want to buy the T-shirt, buy it because they're awesome T-shirts. Mm. Um, and they've got a fantastic design. Right, it's, it's, it's good. I'm even trying to sell merch dead. now. Yeah, yeah. No, no kickbacks to uh, suppliers, obviously. It's, oh, damn. Or from the suppliers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think that that probably uh, probably wraps up um, our, our, our podcast. Um, so uh, yeah, apologies for those of you that um, are used to viewing uh, Doug's uh, wonderful voice, and instead of up with Jim and me, um, but we didn't want to do, um, delay the, uh, the the podcast recording again. Uh, we are still trying to trying to shoot for these um, as being monthly, trying um, uh, you know make them a little bit more uh, a bit more regular. Uh, as always, if there's anything you want us to talk about, um, particularly uh, if it's not 40k. Um, you know, we 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 talk about a bit of Tin Yang because um, because Doug plays it and, and and I play a bit as well. But if you're doing anything else, um, you know, let us know. Drop drop us a note on on Discord, um, and we're always uh, more than happy to uh, kind of have a chat about other gaming systems. Um, and um, you know, if particularly if you're looking for other people to play play them with, now give us a shout. Let us know. Fab, that's great. Um, hey, looks like it's actually working okay now. So, um, typical, typical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So thanks for standing in, Chris. Uh, Jim, fantastic. Uh, we'll hopefully catch you soon. So take care, guys. Cheers, all. Bye.